My name's Denny. Um, and I love the theatre. My name's Claire, and I love theatre too. <laughs> and I'm Frank, and I also love the theatre. The show's called... What's it called? West End Geeks. West End Geeks. Well, you lot can call it what you want, but I'm going with free puppeteers. <laughs> <laughs> you are now listening to West End Geeks. Welcome to episode six of West End Geeks, the pod where it happens. Um, so who have we got in the studio with us today? Myself, Denny. And me, Claire. Hello. And myself, Frank. So um, before we go any further, I just want to sort of explain a rule behind <laughs> the West End Geeks podcast. Um, essentially, we... Is the, this the dictator rule? It's the dictator rule. Um, essentially, the plan is that we go to shows together, and despite the difficulty of us talking about it, we try not to talk about it during an interval or on the way home. This is easier for some more than others. And the first time we discuss these sort of things is on the podcast when we record. So today we are going to discuss me and Claire's trip to the Watson Stage Awards last night, which yep. was fun. It was really good. It was really, really good. Unfortunately, Danny wasn't there, but... I was just going to say I was away because it was my birthday and I had been treated to a trip to Vienna. Happy belated birthday to you, Denny. Thank you. Um, so I, I just wanted to start off by talking about the initial experience, Claire. So we've obviously rocked up. There's a red carpet. How did that make you feel, Claire? Horrific. Why did the red... Why did <laughs> it the... really stressed me out because I am just someone going to watch the theatre. I don't need to walk down a red carpet. So I asked if there was a side door. <laughs> she went to go in for a side door like she's a VIP. No, it wasn't that I thought I was a VIP. I just didn't. There was like crowds of people waiting, obviously, to see the stars of the show. Oh, and then, then you got me and Frank walking down. The stars of West End Geeks. I know, right? Mental. Paparazzi were there and everything. Um, it was horrific. So much so that you decided to, what, send a fake text? No, it was a real text. Oh, I text Danny going... Oh my god, we're walking down the road. <laughs> yeah. You would love it. Yeah. That would have been his thing completely. Yeah, we actually said this. We said if you were there, you'd be the one sort of taking poses, pretending that you're actually there. You yeah. would have had your photo taken. He would have. And we no, were just no. like, no. Nah. You've, got you've, got you've got to play the part. So um the what the what's on stage awards, just um in case anyone doesn't know, is awards recognised to performers and productions of British theatre with an emphasis on London's West End. And unlike the Liviers, it's actually voted on by people that actually go to the theatre so they vote online unlike like I said the Olivier's so what we're going to do is sort of go through some of the winners um, then try and sort of talk about whether we thought they should have won etc um, etc et so the, one of the first things that we saw was the winner of best actor in the musical and I remember looking at Claire whilst this was taking place <laughs> and she seemed so stressed by the fact that Sam Tutty potentially wasn't going to win. No, no right, yes. can, I, can I just add something, I guess? Should we make caveats for shows we haven't actually seen? Um, do you know what's funny? All the shows that we're going to talk about, I've seen... One of you us has seen all of them. Apart you've from, seen them all? Yeah. Okay. Frank. A, apart from The Colour Purple, which we'll come to at some point later on. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, Claire, you seem extremely stressed by the potential that... Like, the fans in the audience were insane. Particularly for Anne Juliet, there was this two girls behind us who were screaming with all their might but every time like one of the Anne Juliet nominees came up it wasn't it... those two girls who were sitting in front of us when we actually went to watch it was it oh my god <laughs> I didn't even check I bet it was <laughs> the ones in the concert yeah. maybe but um and um the 
when um oh, who was it that was nominated? I don't even know who was nominated for the what the because I'd said I said if Sam doesn't win, I'm walking out. <laughs> I think the other person. And then I started panicking because I thought I'm going to have to follow through on this. So the nominees were David Hunter for Waitress, Charlie Stent for Mary Poppins, Oliver Tomset. It was Jack. Jack Jack Yarrow for Joseph and the Amazing Colour. No no no, sorry, not Jack. It was the guy from Angelia. I yeah, that's yeah. who I'm talking about. So, what yeah. was his name? Um, Oliver Tomset. Yeah, so everyone, they screamed insanely for him. Yeah. And that was the first time I had any kind of doubt. And I was like, no. Oh, wow. It did, I really panicked. So can I just ask, do we know if the actual nominees are chosen by the public or do the public just get to vote on a panel-selected yeah, yeah, set of nominees? A- the nom- they have like a nom- nomination set period of time. Yeah. And then once all the nominees are put forward, then you vote for who you... Okay. Which uh, is, sorry. That's only for the actors and actresses though, isn't it? Because I call the, um, like, I think the graphic graphics and v- video and maybe directors are, um, I'd like to take a board puts them forward, I think. I'm not okay. too sure. Okay. But but Olivia is actually just out of interest. The nominees are actually put forward to the public and then those ones then get picked by industry heads. Yes. So it's sort of yeah. similar, similar sort of bag. Um, so yeah, obviously Sam Tussie won for Dear Evan Hansen. Thank you for Claire. Yeah, I and, was glad to see that. Yeah, um, and also Best Supporting Actor went to Jack Loxton for... Um, who did he play? What's the guy's name? His best friend... Joe? Is that his cousin? His, cousin his cousin's friend. friend. Yeah, cousin slash best Why? friend. So he won that as well. Okay. And what I want to touch on is that when Sam Tussie went... Were, were they cousins? Cousin friend. friend yeah. Family friend. Family friend, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what I want to touch on is the fact that when Sam Tussie went up to collect his award, I've never seen someone so nervous when sort of like delivering like an acceptance speech because you think that they prefer- never won a MOBA before <laughs> I guess that's why <laughs> yeah, but you think that these people are sort of used to going on stage and performing every night that you think they'd go up there and own it but he seemed really really nervous yeah but, the, the, but they're in front of all their peers like I was thinking about this while there was performances going on you're going up in front of all of your peers in your industry of course that's that's surely got to be nerve wracking so I've seen him in a couple of other interviews and doing like some other sort of performances and I thought he did come across as a bit of a sort of a bit, you know, that sort of person who might be quiet in real life but comes alive on stage. Mm-hmm. That's, he came across a little bit like that to me in um, interviewing and stuff. So I can, I, can, I can imagine that. Okay, I just want to play a little bit. But I really, really loved. I don't know why, for some reason, whenever I see like multiple people on stage yeah. singing together, and this song, I don't know why, like when we saw it, it didn't really sort of hit me. See, that's the one before the, the, the interval. Yeah. I thought that was amazing when I watched it live. The problem is, I found, because I know obviously I was listening to this earlier. And I, I find that like a live performance, because of the way things are recorded and obviously being an, an, uh, uh, a stream, it being compressed, it doesn't quite capture what it would be like. And all it made me do is wish I was there more. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think if you were there, you would have... Got, Honestly, it was phenomenal. It was yeah, amazing. Yeah, I can imagine. And I didn't realise they didn't... I thought, because it was obviously streamed live on Radio 2. Yeah. But I thought they put some vid- um, visuals to that as well. But unfortunately, no, there isn't any visuals. So it's just just mm. the vocals, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, so that's um, Dear Evan Hansen. Um, then we come on to like Best Actress in a Musical. 
This was also stressful. This is very, very stressful. Who was, let me just find out who the actual nominees were. I think it was Tracy Bennett for Mame, Lucy Jones for Waitress, Miriam Teakley and Juliet, Catherine McPhee, Waitress and Zizi Strallen for Mary Poppins. And obviously the people behind us were going absolutely mental when Miriam Teakley's name was mentioned. And wow. thankfully she won. Yeah. So that was so f- the, the people really who happy, we have really, really happy. In, on our show, the people who we've really bigged up. Oh, yeah. Tati and Miriam Teakley. Um, so far, it's two for two. They're got, amazing. They've got a pretty good they eye for this amazing. sort of thing. Um, and then they did a performance of It's My Life. And I watched that and I was like, how did Denny not rate this performance? Not rate this performance, but I was like, this performance is like essentially everything that I love in, these, in musical theatre because it's so upbeat. The dancing was on point. And yeah, I just was thinking at the time, I can't believe Denny gave us a seven out of ten. No, I didn't give it a seven. I oh, did not. It was a seven and a half. Oh, God. Ugh. Well, I still stick by no, it. No, no, I, I completely I've been get feeling, that. I've been feeling um, I might watch it again, but I still kind of stick by like none of. I just <laughs> I mean, I'm don't sure think there's big enough songs. I can see everything again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like. I, maybe I need better seats, I don't know, but I just felt like I didn't. The, the I know the songs, so there was yeah. like nothing new, and there weren't big songs, I guess. They're, I just. They're like poppy songs yeah i think this sort of goes back to that you i sort of grew up listening to all of these tunes so when i hear them i'm like oh this is absolutely amazing and yeah. and it obviously fuses with the storyline and yeah it was, i just yeah, I thought it was really really good yeah i'm gonna watch it again because i've heard a lot of good things about it so i thought i'd give it a second chance but um this is this is the one where i gave did i give it a nine and then i i felt knocked down to eight and a half yeah is this this one That's that. honestly i've got big regrets about not standing strong yeah i'm definitely gonna watch it again um as I said, I think in terms of an original, um, something like an original, like original songs and all of that, and then just hearing like amazing, powerful, like for me, it just didn't have those powerful moments that I hear in other theatre productions. And that's, that's, that's the, that's what I generally go for. That's fair. Um, what I did want to sort of touch on is that, I don't know if you noticed Claire, but you know, Grace Muat, I don't know if you guys know that she was obviously the understudy to... Um, Miriam Teakley. Yes. So she was obviously on stage yesterday, and I, always, I started thinking it must be really difficult to be an understudy like one day, and next thing you know, be sort of thrust. Apparently, a lot of the understudies actually play more than one part. Yeah, yeah, so, they do. So, um, in in some respect, it's almost a harder role. You're having to fully learn, like two more than one play yeah. yeah. uh, musical inside out. Yeah. yeah. So um, I don't think they get enough uh, ratings as they should. No, not at all. Like I said. They could be playing one role in the background because yesterday her only part was to like sort of run on stage and put a backpack over the mm. character Romeo and then maybe tonight she'll be playing Anne Juliet down the West End so I was like credit to her because she did a great job interesting fact do you remember the guy who was the understudy for Lin-Manuel when he done Hamilton yes so I believe Javier something yes yeah. on both um, In the Heights and Hamilton he started off as the understudy and then when Lynn dropped off both of them, he took over the, the, oh, okay. the main role of both of those, which is quite interesting. Doesn't always happen, but... No, but um, but yeah, I thought she'd done an excellent job. And I, next time I go, I want to see her when she does it, just so I get a bit of a comparison between her and Miriam. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. I literally love Miriam. Okay. No, no sometimes... <laughs> but no, I mean, I'm sure that I'd, I'd want to... Sometimes I, uh, uh, I, don't, I don't mean that. <laughs> no, <laughs> because obviously it would be good to see her. But I feel like no. you'd be hanging around with Sue too long. <laughs> just one show. <laughs> but no, I just I love Miriam so much that I could honestly watch her like over and over. 
is what I meant by my no. <laughs> Sometimes the uh, the understudy, not the under, the the, the understudies. Uh, give their own spin to the show. Like, yeah. They, they, so, yeah. So sometimes it is quite interesting. Yeah, definitely. Um, also, random, random fun fact that I heard today. I didn't realise that 22 out of the top 100, 100 biggest hits were Max Martin's tunes. 22 out of 100 of the top, I think top Billboard top 100 yeah. are his tunes. I didn't, I didn't realise that. So yeah. I just thought I'd chuck that out there. Um, so next one we're coming up to is Best Supporting Actress oh. in a Musical. Oh. <laughs> and this, Rachel Tucker. Rachel Tucker. We saw her Wicked, didn't we? We did. Did you? I've seen her Wicked about five times. She's my favourite. No witch. way. I, honestly, if you thought Denny was fanboying about <laughs> Dear Evan Hansen, I actually thought Denny's face was going to just like fall off. Like no how happy was it? The, and he was just like sat staring and smiling. Yeah, I I've saw. Never, honestly, it was insane. I saw her quite a few, like, obviously I've seen Wicked quite a few times. And um, so I got to see, every time there was a cast change, I would go. And I think she'd done it on two separate occasions, maybe even more. But there was definitely two separate occasions. I remember really liking her, having watched then her run finished seeing some other people um, or perhaps I just saw her understudy and then going and watch it and seeing her again and I was just always trying to catch her. I must have seen her about five times and she was amazing every single time. So, she's come from a... Come, 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 come from away. Come from away? <laughs> yeah. Come from away. Yeah. Um, so, I'm telling you, today when I was looking at this, my emotions went nuts. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Yes, I'm going to go and see her again and come from away. Exactly. A new cast. She's finished. New cast last week <laughs> yeah. or something or two weeks ago. Uh, yeah. yeah, about two weeks ago, I was gutted. And then she's gone to the come from away in Broadway. So I'm thinking... Oh, oh we can go see her in um, May or June. I'm going to try, okay. try and get tickets. Cool. Um, but yeah, she's one of... She's a, when is it you go to, America, uh, to New York? May or June. I May, think. yeah, end of May. So, f- so for anyone that doesn't know, um, Come From Away is set in the week following the September 11th attacks and tells the true story of what happened when 38 planes were ordered to land unexpectedly in the small town of Gander. Um, so that comes on to like best... New- they, were called, they kept referring to them as Newfoundlers. Yes. Newfoundlanders. Newfoundlanders. I've not seen it, but I really am looking forward to seeing it. I, I am very much. I saw it, I think, during previews last year. It's one of these ones I didn't even realise it was during previews. I think I got the tickets on Today Ticks and just rocked up and I was blown away by it. It's such a simple stage. There's not much there apart from some seats and some, some bare background, but it's just so impactful, the story. I think you're talking about it a little bit too much. We are talking about it a little too much. <laughs> I'm breaking my own rule, so I'll stop. But that comes on to the fact that... Good come- job, boss man. Apologies. <laughs> that comes on to the fact that Come From Away actually won Best New Musical. Yes, I was uh, pleased to see. I didn't think that was going to happen. You guys said Dear Evan. I sort of thought it would be Anne Juliet. So I was very surprised when it was um, when it was um, Come From Away. So I don't think... And see, I'll tell you what it was with Anne Juliet. I think Miriam's performance, which we like have waxed lyrical about, um, was absolutely amazing, and they would have been hard pressed to not give it to her. Like I, and as I said, it's possibly one of the best performances I've seen ever in theatre in terms of singing and dancing, etc. Et now, I still kind of feel like you would have a few. F- maybe, maybe this is me as well. If I'm being honest, maybe people are a little bit more theatre snobby and wouldn't want to give that. 
because it isn't original songs because it so so it's almost it's almost at a, at a slight disadvantage potentially because clearly as you as you're saying and from and I've I've, I've kind of been um, shocked by how big it's got it's it, it's 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 like Dear Evan Hansen and Juliet are the two big shows for the amount of time but Dear Evan Hansen almost had like a two year hype lead before because we knew it was coming eventually so we we're always looking out for it and Juliet has kind of gone on the scene and just blown up yeah. in a very short time so I've got to give it props where it's due and that's why I'm kind of looking at myself and thinking well was it me like, <laughs> <laughs> what was it maybe, I missed maybe. <laughs> maybe that girl pumping her fists in the corner of what I put me up I don't know yeah, yeah. but I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to go back and watch it um, yeah yeah See, I thought Anne Juliet would win because um, I don't know. I just thought because it's voted for by the public, and maybe it's people I follow on Instagram. Everyone's just always raving about Anne Juliet, yeah. and I don't see much as much noise coming for coming from away. So that's why I was quite surprised that that won. But fair play to it. It's a great it's a great production. Um, the other nominees are Waitress, Only Fools and Horses, The Musical, Dear Evan Hansen, and Anne Juliet. Um, then, oh, actually, Claire, what did you think of the production or the musical part that Come From Away did? Oh my god, I thought it was amazing. It was honestly like before you go, before mm. can't talk too much about it. Okay, but talk a teeny. Can I don't ask know. One question. Go on, go for it. Was Rachel Tucker there? No, she collected her speech. She collected her award via tele telelink. She oh. they went to a BT and she was in the stage in the states, unfortunately. So no, she wasn't oh. there. But yeah, without del- without delving too much into it, let's just talk about that particular performance and what you're now expecting from the show. Well, because I was because I knew it was about. Because I don't like to look at theatre shows before I go to them. I like to just go. And um, I, uh, yeah, so when I knew it was about 9-11, I think I said to Denny, oh, I'm not sure about this one. And he went, no, 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 trust me, you'll like it. And obviously seeing this, like, trailer or this clip on stage and realising what the story is about, it's more about, like, this town, my... I, I think it's about this town from like of Newfoundlanders and how they bring everyone in and just like look after them. I'm like, oh my god, I can't wait to go and see that. Yeah. That's that's the my kind of show. Definitely. Um. So yeah, I loved it. It was like watching. I you know I love watching movie trailers. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was just like, I mean, how many performances? Was there six performances. I think there's six. Actually, there might, I think there's eight. Oh, was there eight? Yeah, I think there's six performances from shows that we can talk about. And then there's two ensemble. Weird, not weird performance oh, but right, yeah. one at the end one at the start which I couldn't really work out what, what production they were for it's more like an intro into it, yeah that was an intro wasn't it yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, um, I listened to that yeah it was six um, it, it was it was like watching like real time movie trailers yeah yeah. <laughs> um, and to touch on the, I, and I'm not going to sort of talk too much about this but the good thing about Come From Away is that despite it being sort of based a little bit about the September 11th attacks it sort of takes a really positive part of that tragedy and sort of makes an excellent musical out of it but I'm not going to talk anymore because obviously I'm breaking my own rule God, or think, our rule I think this might take over fame Frank um, we'll see about that <laughs> um, I've got best off West End production I won't talk about this too much but I went to see that um, In I went to see the winner which is Falsettos at the other palace in November Okay. and I really didn't like it I didn't get it at all but apparently it's won a fair few awards back in the States yeah I've heard of it I hadn't mm. Um, I, to tell the truth, most of the time, um, I wait for them to come to West End. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'll catch I'll catch things off West End if I've seen it before, or the odd thing that there isn't a date like a uh, cheer. What's it? Uh, cheerleader one. Bring it on. Bring it on. 
Yeah. We're not allowed to go with Danny to see that. We'll sort it out, Claire. Don't worry. Um, the thing I didn't, what I didn't realize about Fortesso is, is like literally every lyric is sung throughout the whole okay. production, and I just couldn't get behind that. But um, yeah, congrats! It won Best West End Production, and nominees were Fiverr, High Fidelity, Preludes, and that View Upstairs. Um, then we're coming on to Best Regional Production. Um, this was won by The Color Purple, um, which I believe was at the Leicester Curve. And it's based on the 1982 novel of the same name by Alex Walker. Wasn't that from Manchester? Um, I, I've written down Leicester. Oh, right. but I don't know. It could be from that Manchester. That doesn't really matter. And it basically follows the journey of Sally, an African-American woman in the American South from early to mid-20th century. So do you know The Colour Purple? I don't know. Okay, so it was massive. Like, growing up, um, I it was on in my house all of the time as a film. And I believe... So Oprah Winfrey starred as one of the lead as the okay. lead i think she played selly and um danny glover yeah he was in it he was in it and it was one of these um uh films that oh it was one of these films that um used to you know do you know waiting to excel do you know that yes one? i think i've seen yeah that. it was one of those sort of um black american um, films were very, very popular, very, very like heartfelt, and really like mass, like very well spoken about. I definitely think it was probably the eighties, late eighties, early nineties that it. Um... Whoopi Goldberg was in it too. Ah, Whoopi Goldberg, yes, yeah, get her absolutely yes. Whoopi loves Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. I didn't realize how much <laughs> yes, Claire actually loved yes. her. Yes, and Whoopi Goldberg, yes. No, Whoopi Goldberg was the lead character. I didn't want to interrupt. You should have. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't Oprah. Whoopi Goldberg was lead character, and Oprah was the lady you ended up looking after. That's why, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, yeah. You can talk, Claire. Yeah, I'm scared to interrupt. <laughs> no, no. You're nodding on a podcast. I know, sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, they had an amazing live performance. So I'm just going to play a little bit of that. I don't know. Do you, oh, my God. I know, right? It's so emotional. That's why I... Uh, I didn't want that to end. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was... It was oh, See, this is what I mean. No I words. felt like I missed out. because it's massive. Honestly, it Honestly, you really did. Yeah. And, and I, I mean that in an, I really wish you were there because you would have loved everything about last night. Definitely. I can imagine. And sort of going back to what Claire said in terms of trailers, it was just a great opportunity to see shows that I might not necessarily have sort of considered, but now I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to see that when it comes to the West End. Cause, cause the reason that I thought it was Manchester is because I thought, because there was another one from Manchester, I thought, and I was like, God, we need to maybe go to Manchester a bit. <laughs> we could do. Happy, happy to go anywhere for this sort of thing. Um, before I um, play a little snippet, the other nominees were West Side Story, Life of Pi, Mame, and My Beautiful Laundress. Let's play a little bit of that. Okay, so that's um, that was the colour purple. Can I just say something about Definitely. that? Because if I'd seen that show, I feel like that, like I know there might be other performances that might I might prefer from the show, but that 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 performance was up there for me with Circle of Life from Lion King. Oh wow, it was very impactful. It was. Yeah. It was. But, I, I, there's no. I've got no words. It was amazing. Does incredible. it capture it on? No, it, oh, it was the power. Yeah. Honestly, in real, like, being there, it was, like, incredible. Yeah. It was, yeah. like, it, it sounded, you were more yeah. in it. You, yeah. you know, yeah. like. 
I think that's losing that, my words. It was that good. Yeah, that, that for me is the thing of fear of it, particularly when you're trying to convince someone who hasn't been or isn't really interested, and you talk about the songs. It's hard to really convey it just by letting them listen to the songs. Hamilton was very easy because yeah. it was really creative. Definitely. Um, that was quite an easy one. But with some others, it's like... It's hard because you're in award season right now. Mm. But I honestly feel like because it's... the You know, people come out and do performances in between um, presenting awards. Yeah. Going to an award show would be the best place to go to try, to, for someone to, who's never... Who, for an introduction to a musical. Definitely. Because you get all these movie clips or trailers, sorry, these, these musical trailers of, you know... Like tidbits of what you what you can get if you go, and it's I've, I, just while I agree, what I would say because I think one of the things with theatre sometimes is one of the um, barriers is the cost, and I think do you know West End Live? Yeah. So West End Live, I've, I know we're supposed we should be going later in the year, but they actually do that over two days, so it's Saturday and a Sunday, um, and they basically have snippets of all the shows, and it's free. Oh, so, really? so it's it's done. Oh, and God, it was, yeah, you did yeah, say about this. It's Sorry, a massive yeah. introduction. So it is. Yeah. So you have the real cast, and they're on stage. I mean, obviously, we'll do a similar sort of show and stuff um, in at the end of June when it's on. But um, yeah, I think that's something. That's we should round, really round up try the people. And, yeah. Round up the people that aren't into musical theatre because uh, something like that would make them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Especially if it's free. That's amazing. That's the thing. It's yeah. free. Yeah, yeah. They do it every summer. I do, I do sort of agree with Claire to a certain extent that this is a, um, the Watson Stage Awards are great for people that aren't musical theatre fans but like Denny sort of did say tickets we got tickets for like £95 so it is quite expensive for even a normal production exactly and, and sorry go on no I was just going to say because like it would it would still be a hard sell to tell someone who's not into theatre to go to a theatre awards yeah, yeah. you know what I mean because that is almost yeah I, think, yeah. Yeah. I do yeah it's just because of because from, from going that's yeah. the first one that I've ever been to yeah. and seeing like the presenters were all amazing, the, the the performers, the hosts, the orchestra were incredible. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. They were like, every, there was, I haven't got enough adjectives <laughs> to vary how good. I, like, I hate that I've used good. Because wow. <laughs> no. it was just... Excellent. Yes. Very impressive. How excellent. And then, you know, it was brilliant. Yeah. What, <laughs> what I will say is that I think if you do like musical theatre and you're already into it, £95 really and truly isn't that much money. Well, it's, it's a lot of money, but at the same time, you're guaranteed to a certain, certain extent to have a good time and basically maybe see shows that you might not necessarily want to see normally. So for anyone that's into... I would definitely recommend theater, it, yeah. Definitely good, give it, it yeah. Sorry, Frank. Yeah. No, no, it's fine. Um, so we're going to move on to something that they sort of talked about, which is Charity of the Year. Um, do you remember the charity, Claire? Flute. Yes. I uh, found this so interesting. Definitely. I've you know, never heard of them until last nor, night. Nor had I, but I definitely wanted to sort of do more um, reading into what they do. Um, so basically, they put on these really specialised productions of Shakespeare plays, if I can remember correctly. Yep. Um, and it's for people on the autism spectrum. So basically giving them a chance to maybe experience um, the theatrical world that they might not typically get. So um, definitely a great charity to support and we'll be putting some of those links on Instagram for... Do you know what I loved? It was the woman that started the charity. All you guys to um, follow at some point. Go on, Claire. Sorry. It's fine, Claire. I'm just so excited about <laughs> last night. <laughs> Couldn't even finish off my I link. I was so excited by last night. Like I, I, I left so buzzing about everything. Are you looking forward to the Olivier's? Yes. Even more so now. So be prepared for a lot of interrupting yeah, for that pod. We'll do a two-hour pod for that one. Um, sorry, sorry, Claire, do you want to add anything else to that? I was just going to say... <laughs> That's fine, honestly. Sorry, Frank. It's okay. That the woman, the, um, I, I don't actually know her name, um, although we, we were told her, 
who started this charity, I love the fact she was told like not to go behind this door and she was like, no, I'm going behind that door and that I'm going to go and, you know, help or find out what's behind the door or who's behind the door and help those people out. Can I add a bit more context to what you just said? So basically yeah. she was in a school and she, I think she went oh, right. into the yeah, school sorry. Sorry. and she was told you can't go behind the door to see those kids behind the door. Yeah. And then she was determined to get behind the door and basically... That's way better. Honestly, I was like, this sounds like a trap door story. <laughs> I, I was like, you're not doing this story justice. I just kind of had this image of this floating door that you were just told like... You can't go there. Yeah. It was like a big sorry. red button, don't press. Sorry, I was... So, so basically this woman whose name we can't remember which is terrible of us um, basically made it a life life goal to help these autistic kids that were behind the door and um, yeah to take them away from being marginalised um, but yeah so that's the charity of the year which was Flutes and then there was another award which was given to as Equity Award for Services to the Theatre and that basically was won by a company called Era 5050 and basically their goal is to ensure women are being fairly represented in film and TV in a way that fully reflects their presence and diversity of their experience. Um, basically it was set up because I think there was a, a report which said a staggering two to one actors to every act, two to one actors to every actress and an average of 17% female representation in crowd scenes in film. So, so their aim basically is to um, increase that to a 50-50 gender balance. And also this really cool thing where whenever any of their, the people that follow them or support them are on the red car carpet, they wear these badges um, when they're like obviously walking down the red carpet and getting papped to sort of encourage more people to take notice of era 50-50. So definitely another really good, um, what, what do you call it? What do you call it? Um, thing to support and sort of check out. So again, we'll put another cool link on Instagram for you guys to look at that. So, um, so yeah. Um, do you want to sort of discuss two more live performances, Claire? Okay. So, Lucy Jones, right? I, I'm, you know, I'm not a massive fan of Waitress. Not a massive fan at all. But the performance by Lucy Jones yesterday, I was blown away. To the point where I was like, was this even in the production that I'd seen? <laughs> honestly, I was, honestly, I was so impressed by it. Um, sorry, Claire, do you want to talk about it a little bit so I can try and find a little it snippet? Again, <laughs> incredible. Was it good, Claire? Was it good? It was so good. But like, she was the first one, wasn't she? She was the first um, person that performed. And like I say, when you're when you're watching this, I did keep thinking like they're coming out here and performing in front of their peers. Like I would, I would be more terrified than normal if I had to do that kind of performance. And everyone just blew it out of the park. Yeah. Honestly, um, she was she yeah she was so good, and she, um. Because I feel like like Frank's like quite strong opinions about waitress kind of made me rethink it. Sorry. And then she's made me go, no, no, you are right. It was good. <laughs> no. <laughs> she was brilliant, wasn't she? She was amazing. Like I said, I'm more than happy to go back. And she's not actually doing it anymore. I think it's gone back to Sarah Borelli's. I think I think she's the one who wrote the songs yeah, for her production. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a fan of her as a pop star. Oh, okay. So. I uh, am quite keen to watch it while she's doing the run. Yeah, yeah. It's recently been, it's recently been extended, so definitely make sure to get. I think it's another two months or something like that. Okay, so maybe yeah. check it out before so it shoots away. To that fairly soon. But let's play a little snippet of what she sang. That's enough of that. 
when <laughs> when you when when I was listening to some of these tracks earlier, yeah, I think that was the one that captured me the most. Yeah. Obviously, again, there's you know I lose some of it from the um, uh, the fact that it's a live performance uh, it's versus not, um, yeah, not seeing um, it. Yeah, yeah, um, but that was the one that amazing, honestly captured me the most yeah censure was on i had little sort of goosebumps and i don't normally get that when See, i go to theater honestly that for me that feeling i think that I think the dear evan hansen feeling you had this performance for me i was like this is absolutely amazing yeah, honestly I was, that's you, all, you got that, it from waitress okay? that song that song let's not you, get you carried away dear evan hansen. yeah but i i think it's the, it's the strength of, i think in there it did sorry dear evan hansen the songs were very moving but this particular song was just it was a moving it was the range it was quite like the notes she sort of went to, you felt the emotion, passion. And I was mm -hmm. like, this is amazing. So I'm not taking any credit away from what you guys oh, did with it was superb. I think, did you see Dreamgirls? I don't know. Oh, that would be. Yeah, so that's, that was, as I said, before, I think I said it last episode, people, because it's a very long song as well, there was literally, so I was holding back tears. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then I looked around and there were so many people crying. No I was like, it's all good. <laughs> Let People just started getting up clapping like midway through and then it's there was still like another level up it, it was able to go and it was just nuts and then obviously the the kurt because it's the it, song before the interval oh wow and then people that was probably um the most powerful and the only time i've really experienced that no but it way. was nuts but that's what i mean that's what i go to the fit like it's it's like that that high i'm always trying to i'm trying to do it yeah mm. and well, you would have had it last night. No, and I believe you. I believe you. But, but that's what, for me, that's what um, Anne Juliet was lacking because of the songs, because I know what to expect. Because I remember what I spoke about was one of the things with regards to the arrangements. Like the ones that changed the arrangements were my favourite ones, but where they were normal, I knew when it was going to hit high. So it was almost... Maybe it lacked that anticipation, but I'm still going to give it another chance. No, no, fair play. Fair play to you. Um, another performance we also saw was... Um... Um, it's, it's the only fools and horses performance a song called Bits of Assault I want to know your opinion first on this because you never give anything away and I feel like you gave something away last night I just I love Only Fools and Horses I've loved it since I first saw it since I was I don't know maybe 8, 7 whatever I loved I loved the TV show but to a certain extent it's aged in terms of the humour in terms of the things they may say and I think that was sort of on display yesterday when he was sort of talking about I don't, we'll play the song in a bit, oh, but the, the lumps, the lumps, yeah. and the, but it's, I just thought it was a little bit outdated. And I think, um, yeah, I just didn't didn't like. It. If anything, it made me cringe. And then there'd be like these funny moments where some people in the audience would laugh, and I'm like, it's not really my cup of tea. So I think we so we spoke about this a little bit with fame and um, with regards to modernising the jokes or making them more relevant. And do you know what I was thinking afterwards? I was thinking a good example of it. And again, I gave, I used uh, Lion King as an example. Um, but a good example of it, for example, 80s. <laughs> nice, nice. 80s, um, thin jeans and holes and ripped jeans saying like maybe, some, you know, sort of the thing like someone commenting and went, oh, they're going to look at our fashion in 30 years time and laugh at us when actually we're now wearing that fashion. Do you know what I mean? Where it's almost though, but it would still be relevant to the time. And I, I think you do get that in a lot of shows and they do do things like that. But then. I mean, I haven't seen this show, and actually, I didn't mind the song when I listened to it earlier. Okay, that's interesting. Um, I guess I was, I did kind of put myself in only fools and horses kind of mode, yeah, and then kind yeah. of listen to it. Um, but when you, when I see shows, and they're they're able to do that and kind of keep it in the time it's set, but kind of bring it to the Modernize present at the same bit, yeah. time, it's just like 
okay, that's even you, you get an extra credit for that clever way you done that as well. So um, it's nice when people do that. But obviously, um, this is one. Did this make you want to see it? No, no, unfortunately, Claire wanted to okay. see it, didn't you? Yeah, okay. okay. I think I just wanted to see everything <laughs> because I complete. I do completely understand Frank's point of view, actually, and and I, I agree with that. But I don't know. I was just I was lost in the moment. I was in the magic of yeah. theatre and you know seeing them like bringing only fools and horses life because I wasn't too sure about seeing it because like you, I'd watched it growing up, and then um, I still find like episodes funny. Like oh, said. definitely. Batman and Robin scene, mm -hmm. my favourite one ever. But um, I, yeah, when I saw that, I just thought, oh, I, I can see how they've managed to do this. So, yeah, I do want to see it. And, I mean, I might come out and hate it if it's all, I don't know. I don't know. But No, I'll just say, listening to that and kind of imagining the sort of show it may be from that, which isn't a fair judgment, I'm, I'm sure. But it did also make me think, uh, it's po possibly one of those ones, if there's not going to be big performances, I don't need to be sat in the, I don't need to str strategically get my seat where I think the, it's going to have the best audio so and things want, like that. So, so you don't want to touch Del Boy or Rodney's hand? <laughs> yeah, I probably <laughs> won't have that feeling. You know, as they're singing, I don't want their spray, in my, you know. But I feel like um, I could probably get cheaper seats, maybe a little bit further back and still enjoy it for what it is mm -hmm. kind of thing. To be fair, my, my, my summary is based on a very small snippet of the show. So there might be other things in it that I might sort of think, oh, wow, this, this changed my opinion completely. Um, but that was just my basis on a small part. I'm going to play a little bit of it just so other people can sort of understand what we're talking about. Okay, cool. So, um, so Claire, coming on, what what do you think was the best part of the Olivier's view? Not Olivier, sorry. Oops, <gasps> oops, oops, oops. What was the best part of the What's On Stage Awards for you? Well, I don't know, everything. Everything? Everything. The the way people were dressed, like, you know, the people that went up to get the awards, they looked, you know, the women looked beautiful, the men looked handsome, everyone looked glitz and glamoury, they just looked incredible. The I loved the fact that we had these trailers for the shows to come and, you know, that you could enjoy with people's, um, you could enjoy, like you were with them on their journey of... Um, uh, like winning the award and you know what I did love as well about the whole award show overall I really felt that everybody's acceptance speech um, it kind of spoke about you know like kindness be kind share love if someone and I really wish I could I wanted to quote but I didn't have time to like listen back to it today but the last acceptance speech his I, I loved I really loved the way he kind of it was like the perfect expect uh, acceptance speech at the end of the whole show and it was just kind of um one of the one of them said about um if you see someone a stranger just smile at them because you know that smile you know might just brighten their day and it was just the message that came with that show last night was just brilliant as well like it was just you could feel like 
the the good, positive, happy, loving vibes from that whole, uh, like, I was going to say museum, <laughs> that whole th- <laughs> theatre theater last night. It was just, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I agree. I think, like you said, everyone there was on a positive vibe of we're going through quite a lot of, you know, the world's not the greatest place at the moment, but when you come to the, when you come to the musical theatre, it's like a place to escape and everyone there is a bit of a family. And like you said, I think one guy in particular did say, you know, when you do see someone that's out there, just, just give them a little smile and, you know, maybe potentially brighten up their day because you just don't really know what, what they're sort of going through. So, so yeah, I'd probably agree that's probably one of my best parts as well. Yeah. Um, how about worst part? Worst part? Walking down the red carpet. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely my worst part. The worst part of the whole experience was you being on the red carpet? Yeah. Okay. What about you? Um, there was no cloakroom. Actually, per- <laughs> apparently there was yes. a cloakroom. I didn't find out about that to the end. Oh, right. So a, a cloakroom did exist. And also, they did this really weird... Actually, you kept mentioning the cloakroom. No, because we were holding our jackets and it just... I don't know I don't know why that really bothered me, where normally when you go to the theatre, it's not that much of an issue. But yesterday, it was like... Cloakrooms, coffee. Honestly. proper divas, aren't you? We are proper divas. <laughs> um, and also, there was this weird... On the stage, they had this girl and guy giving out awards. And it's just weird because there would be one award and both girl and guy would walk on and the guy would give it to whoever won and then they sort of work, walk off as a pair. And I was like, what is the point of them? And then there was like a point where people would walk on, do their speech and get their award after. Whereas normally you get you get your award and you'd be able to sort of hold it up and show the audience as you talk about it. That just didn't really... I don't, yeah, I don't know if that was because they, they always came on from the same side of the stage and then the actors and actresses were coming up either side of the stage. To accept their award. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I think that. But they weren't very engaging. I will, yeah, like you know, they didn't kind of like. No interaction at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just literally stand there because they're obviously quite attractive. They just stood there with the award, handed it to someone, and then sort of smiled and walked off. It just felt weird. It felt like they just didn't seem to be. Yeah, there's no like handshaking and. Congratulations and... type thing. So that probably would be that was also quite blind in the lights on occasion that I didn't sort of see coming. Um, but yeah, uh, what would you change, Claire? What would I change? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing at all. Not no. even the colour of the carpet. Oh, oh, actually, that's what I would change. A back door for me. I knew me. you were going to say that. A back door just for me, especially. Okay, cool. Bear that in mind going for you, in forward. Um, marks out of 10. Oh, you're going to say 10, isn't it? Obviously, 10. Okay. But thanks for taking my moment. No, apologies. Um, yeah, I'd probably give it a 10 as well. There's not really much you can change. Um, oh, sorry, Danny. I was just going to say then, okay, so you're giving it a 10. Mm-hmm. And you're clearly, you clearly, clearly loved it. Is this a 10, an award show 10? Or is this a 10, this a is an award show 10? 10. Okay, okay. This is an award show 10. Okay, okay. I cannot compare it to a theatre show. Yeah, that's what I was that's just, fair. that's what I was just But it is a 10 out of 10, brilliant night out, gotta go. 10 out of 10 experience. Do you know what made me really laugh, right? So because it was on BBC Radio, Radio 2. 2 being streamed, there was kind of before the streaming started at 7.03, we were told... No, no, well, obviously not ours, but when you go up, like, there was like do's and don'ts, not many. One of them was, this is stage left. You must go off of stage left. And then the other one was, don't swear. The first two people that went up <laughs> to accept their rewards, the first one, and I don't know if it was just part of like them doing it, which I loved. They first one, he um, couldn't figure out if he was going stage left or stage right to walk <laughs> off after his award. And then the... The second award, um, she went up and swore. <laughs> and you could, like, hear the gasp. It was, it was just, you know, even things, I wouldn't change any of that. It, everything was just... Perfect. Yeah. Um, how would you sell it to someone in one sentence? Great night out, perfect. If you want a buzz, if you want a hi, Denny. 
get down to that show. Um, if you're a fan of musical theatre and you fancy being around the elite for the evening and seeing some extremely amazing performances and having your picture on a red carpet, it's a perfect show for you. So that's how I'd probably sell it in one go. That's probably better than how it's No, I think yours is equally good. <laughs> As with all musicals, we're going to take a short interval now. Please catch us in part two. Part two.